0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Balkansis, the show that's going to help you navigate the massive challenges of life, motherhood, culture, identity, and belonging with more ease, acceptance, joy, and purpose. Thanks to each and every one of you that come back every time to listen, learn, heal, and feel inspired. If you do love the podcast, then do me a huge favor and hit the subscribe button it really does help spread the word.
1: Hi, beautiful humans. How are you all? Happy International Women's Day. Today is the 8th of March, 2023 and no guests today. You get only just me. <laughs> But hey, I can talk enough for two people, so I think that's not too bad. Uh, I'm just really excited about today's little episode. Um, uh, It won't go for too long. I just have to share with you guys what an incredible day I had yesterday. I got invited to speak at the Multicultural Family Organization uh, for International Women's Day. And um, it's a fantastic organization, just to give you a little backstory about um, an organization that basically helps um, migrants and refugees uh, settle into their new life here in Australia. So it's an absolutely wonderful, wonderful um, organization with beautiful people. And it was, uh, I'll share the speech with you guys that I had prepared and the backstory behind it. But yeah, basically um, it was held at Queensland, Tate. Uh TAFE is somewhere where, you know, for everybody that's listening outside of Australia, it is a place where people can study. Um, so it's uh, just sort of like under university. Um, and then obviously you can get in further study that will get you into university. So this is actually where I did my English teaching course a long time ago when I finished, um, high school and, um, yeah, look, I've just got so many great memories from Queensland TAFE and also this wonderful organization that actually helped settle my family and I. Uh, we arrived to Australia at the end of 1998 in September and, um, there was a lot of refugees coming out from the former Republic of Yugoslavia, um, at that time. One of the women actually told me, who's been with the organisation since I think ninety six or ninety seven, that there was about three hundred people fleeing, you know, refugees that came around about that time, and I think that number includes children. Uh, She said there was a lot of children, a lot of children, and uh, yeah, she came up to me and she said you have a very familiar face, and she actually even touched Mum's face and said that she had a familiar face. So, you know, everything from that time seems really really blurry um everything seems it's funny with memories everything seems so crystal clear but then at the same time everything seems so so foreign and um and strange and it's just strange to think that this was such a big part of our life and um that you know we all had to endure us so much all of us on um, all different levels uh so whether you know you you fleet as refugees or whether you migrated to America or England or Sweden or whatever other country that you're listening from, uh, it's these stories that really intertwine and connect all of us on a deeper level. And, um, and I don't know how you guys feel, but whenever I bump into someone who's from our, from our area, you know, or neighboring countries, I just get so excited and so elated and we share such similar values and a similar mindset um, an outlook on life as well. And it was just such a fabulous day. And one of the ladies, um, Iana, a lovely Russian lady, she actually found me on LinkedIn. So if you are on LinkedIn, make sure that you find me on this, uh, under Ivana Shrubat Alfonso. Um, she reached out to me and said that we would love for you to be a speaker at our multicultural families event that we are, you know, hosting in March with International Women's Day and everything. And I just thought, oh my God, how wonderful, how fabulous. It just goes to show that, um, you know, if you put things out there, they will happen. And I was just really excited and really elated. So obviously I gave her a call and we chatted um, and I obliged. I just sort of wait. And this is, you know, and it's so close to my heart, so close to my heart, especially considering, um, you know, at our time here in Australia and what that beginning craze is like for us and um you know so I took my mum with me and um <laughs> that was really emotional probably not a good move but I love my mum I had to have her at my birth I just had to have her everywhere she's just my rock and she's my support and just having her there just uh, you know it's been a complicated journey, you know, being their child and now becoming a parent myself. And uh, you know, without going into too much detail here, yeah, it's been a interesting journey with my parents, um, as you could all probably also vouch for. But one thing that's never changed uh, or wavered is is their support, is my mum's support, um, and that's just something that yeah makes me really emotional and just makes my heart, you know, bloody bigger than a house. So yeah, so I went to this event yesterday and I originally thought it would be about 20 people. And uh, then the organizer said it'd be about 200. And I think maybe there was a little bit over a hundred. And so in short to say that I started slightly, you know, shitting myself. I got really nervous because I don't know why. I always get more nervous talking in front of people that I do know versus you know, talking in front of people that I don't know, um, you know, because when you're public speaking, you know, it's not so much a controlled environment. So many things could happen. Uh, it's very different when you're talking on a podcast like this, where, you know, you're in your own comfort, you're in your own space and uh, you dictate the pace of, of you know, the podcast. So I've always loved public speaking. I always loved arguing. <laughs> I love arguing with my husband. Um, I... You know, as a young girl, I thought, how cool would it be to, to be a lawyer and, you know, stand up and fight for what's right. And, and I think, you know, you, you don't have to be a lawyer to do that. You can do that in your everyday life um, and you can stand up for what's right all the time, um, even if no one sees its own. Um, the theme The theme this year for International Women's Day was equity. So the word that we're using is equity versus equality. And what the difference is in those two. Um, and look, I know a lot of, you know, people, even feminists, or just a lot of different groups always have something to say, um, you know, whether it's negative or positive about anything, uh, whether it be International Women's Day, whether it be Valentine, you know, whatever other day. It's commercialized. It's this, it's that. Um, it's fake. It's not real. Um, you know, organizations use it just, to you know, as a way to make themselves look good. And, and look, you know, par- partially a lot of those things are true. Um, but I know that in Europe, International Women's Day is a big thing, especially in the Balkans, you know, they do big zabavas and they do big parties and they really, um, make International Women's Day a big thing. So, um, whereas, you know, in Australia, it's a lot less, it's almost like no one even said it to me today while I was at the cafe. So I just bought some flowers for my mother-in-law. Um, and yeah, so, you know, it's just that also that difference in culture and mentality, um, that you have to adapt to. but. It was great to see yesterday. They had a really big, big cake, and I'll share some photos on my Instagram, um, and I have shared some on my Facebook as well about the beautiful big cake they baked. It was two Hungarian ladies, ZM Jardicson, who made the cake, and it was just awesome. And there was just, you know, what I love about Australia is the melting pot of cultures that we have. You know, there was literally people yesterday from all over. There was, you know, um, from Iran, from Lebanon, from. Thailand you know from Hungary just I just can't describe how amazing it is to be surrounded by so many different people and cultures and experiences it's just truly humbling um the performances were amazing they had lovely performances by two Islander girls I think they were called O'Hana group and they were wonderful and there was also a wonderful performer which I was last which was after me her name was Pinky and um Oh, she her energy, her energy, like I said, I'll create a reel. I'll share some photos and videos so you can all see. She her dancing and, you know, um talking about her culture and her tribe and oh, it's yeah, it's just it's beyond amazing. Um I'm really humble to have been invited and really privileged. Um the fact that they wanted to, you know, hear my story and share my story. It was just really, really lovely. And um I don't take any of it for granted and I love going to events like this and being included. Um, And yes, also this month I have been um, invited uh, again to go to the Creation Women in Leadership event, which will be held in Brisbane, um, which, you know, another great organization, really great organization. Um, Yeah, so (laughs) lots, lots of socializing happening, lots of networking happening. You know how there's just times in your life where you're a hermit, and you know, you go through those quiet phases, and then you just go through those really, really busy phases where there's lots going on, and you're being a social butterfly. So, um, I don't know what phase you're in, but, um, yeah, that, that I've definitely taken flight, as you could say. And, um, you know, coming out of a really difficult end of year last year sort of difficult sort of, you know, Christmas and New Year, it's actually just nice now to sort of settle into the year and network and communicate and learn and um yeah just from all these people who are around me it's just fabulous um I'm really honored and and also you guys as well listening I hope you enjoyed the last two episodes with Luciana she was absolutely incredible um you know I had so many light bulb moments where I thought I was almost in a therapy session myself where I was talking about something and then it led to something and something and I thought whoa and like just pennies dropped And she's so right, you know, about so many things. Uh, So I hope that you guys enjoyed those two episodes. And if you didn't go back and listen to them, I've just had so many wonderful guests um, on this podcast and I want to keep them coming. Uh, This is just, yeah, right up my alley, you know, Um, getting to connect with people from all over the world, you know, from our diaspora, I think is really, really powerful because we've all gone on to do really, really amazing things. Um, and, and those amazing things are open for interpretation, you know, um, often me my husband and I talk about, you know, making it quote unquote, you know, uh, one day we've got to make it or one day this, one day that. And I just think, you know, we already have, we already have more than what we need. And when I think of how my Baba and my Dido, you know, my grandparents, my great grandparents, when I think of how they all lived. I just think, you know, they were satisfied and they were happy and people rarely left their villages. Um and if they did, you know, they were generally getting married or, you know, moving to a different village, but they were still sort of within reach. And now when you think of where we all are and how mixed we all are, um, it's yeah, it's it's quite amazing to think about, you know. And I think what from the last time that I read, um, there was over like one point five or possibly even to two million refugees from our one war, um, who went, you know, all over the world. So, you know, we definitely, we definitely, um, have a long way to go, you know, to restore and connect what was lost. Um, but at the same time, I'm really proud of our progression and how far we have all come and the conversations we're all happy. And they're only occurring and happening now. So if you're part of that conversation and, you know, fighting for the right things, you know, I wanna commend you. Um, and tell you how should be proud and you you because it's not easy to to be the odd one out, and it's not easy to say the things that you that you mean, you know, or that are right because there's always that sacrifice, like Luciana said in the previous episode, about um, you know, being outcasted or not being in the group, not being in the cool, cool gangs. So yeah, to be part of that organization yesterday, um, you know, yeah, uh, you know, their slogan is, um, uh, it says, "Leaders of positive change." You know, and that's just something that I'm all about. And you know, regardless of what people think of International Women's Day or how it's used or not used, or you know how it's, you know, funded or where it's coming from and how people are using it. It's it's open interpretation, but I think if your attention's at pure and you're celebrating for the right reasons, then there's no harm in that. Um, but that was just a little rundown of my day yesterday and uh for what's to come for me for the rest of the month. Uh but I'll share my speech with you now because a lot of people asked about what I said and I will sit and then I became extremely nervous. And I did drop all my cards on the floor when I finished and I did get handed tissue. So I was a little bit of a mess up there. I thought I would compose myself a little bit better. But as soon as I turned around and looked at my mom and she was recording me, I just started to cry. And I, I had Meg coming up to me and saying, you know, you made me cry. And I just thought, oh God, okay, what? Because I thought I was the only one crying. Um, and I'm glad that maybe people took something good away from it um, and maybe touched them in some sort of way. Uh, and that's, that's really all I want to leave behind, um, uh, you know, one, one day when I'm old and gray is, you know, it's, you know, how, how you touched others, um, and how you impacted the world, um, in a, in a positive, unique way. So, um, you know, success for me is measured by that. It's not measured by how many cars I have or how big my house is. And, and all those things that, you know, our communities in, in these countries look at, you know, what you have, how much you're earning and what you do. and None of, that thing, none of that interests me, to be honest. For me, I just look at the person um, and I look at, you know, what they have to offer and um, how pure their heart is. So it was really a delight to be part of that collective yesterday. And I'll share my speech with you now because otherwise I'm going to ramble for, for hours and hours on end. So my husband helped me make these cards. And I have no idea where my num- my first card is. I have no idea. Um, I had to print it all out and then he stuck it down on these cards. So I'm going to keep this forever. But basically I said in the speech yesterday, hi everyone. My name is Ivana. And before I start, I would like to thank the multicultural family organization for inviting me to be here today. It is a privilege to be speaking in front of you all this morning. It is because of people and organisations like MFO that we can strive and dream for a greater future. Without the help and support of MFO, I don't know how my family and I would have transitioned into a new life here in Australia. I have deep gratitude for the important work that they do and I hope we can continue to work together for many years to come. Well, I must say, this is a full circle moment for me today. It is quite emotional to be standing in front of you here at this moment. I have had to overcome huge adversity and hardship to be sharing my story with you all here. It is in this very place 24 years ago that my parents sat here for their very first English lesson. My family and I arrived on the Gold Coast in 1998 as refugees from the war-torn Former Republic of Yugoslavia. We cried and mourned the life we left behind, especially our community, language, and our culture. It felt like so much was taken from us, our house, our identity, and all our dreams and hopes for the future. We all struggled individually and as a collective, and my amazing mother was left alone to raise, teach, and feed four kids, and my dad worked hard to give us security and financial stability. And at this, when I said that yesterday, everybody started clapping for my mum, which was so, so nice. From a young age, it seemed as though the odds were stacked against me. And unfortunately, I experienced many layers of sexism, racism, and injustices at home and in the workplace. I came from a mentality where my voice was silenced and my future seemed uncertain. I spent many years fighting for myself and others, even if I had nothing to gain in return. I made a promise to myself that I would say all the things that my mother, grandmother and great-grandmother couldn't. I spent years trying to find myself in a community where I truly felt like I belonged. So instead, I chose to build my own. Sometimes I see what's going on in the world and I think, wow, we have such a long way to go. Yet on days like today, I'm also reminded of how far we have come. Embracing equity means recognizing that we do not all start from the same place and we must acknowledge and make adjustments for imbalances. The process is ongoing requiring us to identify and overcome intentional and unintentional barriers arising from biases and systematic structures. I personally want to contribute to a world where people don't have to go through hardships like this to gain these rights. They should be a given, especially for mothers and children. Every day I am reminded that diamonds are created under pressure, and I'm grateful to come from a long line of incredible women who were the best role models a young girl could have ever asked for. Now as a mother to a young son, I want to raise him with the same principles, integrity and morals that these women taught me growing up. Because of the hardships these women in my life faced, it has allowed me to him the education and knowledge around the meaning of equity that I never had. There are so many bigger things than us, things we can't even control, but I will never take my freedom of speech for granted and I'm grateful that I live in a country where I can exercise my rights as a woman. It has taken me years to share my story and I truly believe in the saying, if you want to go quickly, go alone and if you want to go far, go together. It couldn't be further from the truth. Sometimes it's harder to take the road less travelled and stand up for what's right. But it's people like you and me that make this country what it is today, a diverse and rich community, where there are endless opportunities for growth and change. And even though life gets tough and things seem unfair, I want to remind you all of how far you have come and also of how far I know that you will go. Everything in life is an experience, good or bad, and the only constant is change. And if it's anything I want you to remember from today, it's these three things. One, you have purpose, you are here for a reason. We are all meant to shine and there is room for all of us. When you liberate yourself, you also help liberate others. Two, community is medicine. Don't be afraid to reach out if you need help. Three, it's in the great words of Dr. Seuss when he says, why fit in when you're born to stand out? Thank you so much for being here today and taking the time to listen. I've had the most incredible morning, sharing, learning and connecting with you all. I truly wish you all the best on your journey and I hope you enjoy the rest of the day. And... That was my speech, you guys. <laughs> so let me know what you thought of that. Um, my beautiful husband wrote a note at the end of the last card and he wrote, kiss heart, kiss heart, I'm so proud of you. Thank you, honey. I honestly, I couldn't do any of this. Um, you know, I couldn't explore all these dreams and pursue all these possibilities if I didn't have an amazing family, if I didn't have an amazing foundation and the best part of everything is, you know, coming up this big high and having this great day and then coming home, coming home to my nest, coming home to my beautiful family. It's, it's all I ever wanted. Um, just, you know, a place to call home, a place where I can land. And yeah, my husband has been a huge integral part of that. And I'm, I'm, super, super grateful for that. I'm so grateful for him. I'm grateful for my family and my beautiful little son who just, oh, who just sparks so many things inside of me, you know, and no matter how long and tiring the days are, you know, raising him has been one of my biggest, biggest accomplishments and my biggest, just my biggest joys. Um, He's not fully grown yet and uh, he never will be because hopefully, you know, we're all going to be around for a long time. So yeah, it's, look, it's been a long journey. It's been a big journey. And sometimes when I get tired, I just have to remind myself of my mission and what I was put here to do. And I hope that you can do the same. Um, You know, whether whether you're having a positive impact on your community, you know, in your neighbourhood, it could be next door with your neighbours, it could be your town, your little city that you live in. Uh, It could be you know family overseas uh that you love connecting with um whatever it might be uh just do more of that and um I know as mums it can get really really hard sometimes and and you know like I said the days can be long and um and I'm and no one says thank you and <laughs> there's no paycheck and you know but you have to keep on going and you just have to keep on smiling um mm-hmm because the alternative is not great. So there's always, um, there's always a rainbow, you know, uh, at the end of every dark cloud. And, um, I'm just yeah, so, so happy in this current moment and I'm happy to be sharing it with you guys and, um, I won't ramble on for too long. I just want to say and, you know, yeah, embrace, embrace each other, embrace each other, you know? Us women are are so strong and we're just, we're the creators of life. And, you know, of course the men in our community are so important. Um, you know, they also enable us to do what we do, but I just, my sisterhood is so important to me, you know, my best friend who lives all the way on the other side of the world. I just love, and I miss her so so much and I always get emotional, (laughs) always cry, you have you know, just, just hug your tribe tight, um, you know, your mum, your grandma, your auntie, your cousin, whoever, your best friend, your, na- you know, it could be anybody. Um, it, it could be, you know, that your dad raised you and your dad was your mum and your dad. And it could be that your mum raised you and she was your mum and your dad. So, you know, it's also to the men, um, and people in our lives who have had to step, step in, you know, and it'd be that woman in our life or the mum in our life. So, um, it's, it's definitely includes everyone. And I'm just so grateful because I don't know where I would be without the influence of my Baba. you know, who I'm definitely going to do a whole episode on her because she truly, truly deserves it. She died at 76, um, and next year will be 10 years since she passed. So yeah, um. My husband and I are celebrating our 15-year anniversary tomorrow. So we have been together for 15 years, you guys, and I'm 35. So that's just such a big portion of my life. And we also dated as teenagers. So it's a big, big week in my family here and my family home. And um, it's just really nice to be celebrating. There's been just so much sorrow and so much grief and so much loss, especially during you know the last few years that we've all had. And it's actually nice to have, um, something, you know, that's uplifting and a happy occasion, a happy event. Um, so yeah, we're going to go to a comedy show on the weekend, uh, to the city near us, which is called Brisbane. And I just can't wait. I'm so excited. Uh, Vito, my son, he's going to have his first sleepover. Um, which I'm really excited for as well. So there's lots of new beginnings, a lot of new happenings in my household here. And uh, let me know how you are. What are you all up to? Uh, Reach out, please. Rate the show, review the show, um, share with your friends, jump on my Instagram. I don't have a separate Instagram page for this podcast because it's too much to manage. And that's the honest truth. Because if I had three or four Instagram pages, it would just be too much. So if you type in boltown sis on Instagram, I should pop up um because it's in my f- it's in one of my fields uh when you go to my profile and um, i share a bit on there i should be sharing more but yes connect with me um send me a message write to me you can also email me even at dot at if you want to collaborate if you want to be a guest if you have a proposition for a guest and thanks for listening and thank you for being here it's such a privilege to be yeah, connecting with you guys. Sometimes it feels a bit strange talking into a microphone and, and not knowing how far your voice is going to travel. But then when I see the statistics and I see all the different countries, I just think, wow, that's absolutely amazing. So tell me where you're from. Tell me if you want to shout out. I'll make sure I mention your name, um, and I'll say hi. And once again, thanks for being here. Uh, thanks for your support. Thank you for listening. And I look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode. Enjoy, guys, and look after yourselves. Ciao. Bye.
0: So that was the episode. I hope that you really enjoyed it. And as ever, if you did, please consider sharing it with your loved ones and leaving me a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. It really does make a difference to the number of Balkan sisters that we can reach with the brilliant wisdom that my guests and I share. Thanks for being here.